the cattle grazers on. That's what Richie Blackmore called this album, which of course is called The Battle Rages On, 1992, out in 1993. And um, it had a difficult conception because it was supposed to be after Joe Lynn Turner left the band, it was supposed to be Mike DeMeo, who of course we'll know from his work with Riot, who was supposed to do the um, vocalising, the singing, and that didn't happen, back came Ian Gillen. Now, um, it's um, Richie Blackmore's last album with Deep Purple, because if, if you're to believe what was said, and we need to take everything with a large pinch of salt all the time, he didn't like some of the less sort of melodic elements on this album. But actually, or in this album, but actually, I don't think, I don't think that's really an issue at all. I don't recognise any of that. I do think it sounds a little flat, not all the time. I mean, the track The Battle Raises On is kind of, um, it's got a big feel to it. The organ's dancing around. There's a low, a low slung groove, which they do so well. And it's nice, has a nice churn of uh, the guitar solo. A good jazzy beat here, actually. And it does sound a bit tight. You know, it's it's got a guitar and organ joust in it. Lick it up is... Uh, not the, um, not lick it up, lick it up. Not that. No, it's not. It's not that track. Um, and you know, it's, it's, um, it's bouncy. I, I like that. It's a, it's a bouncy track. It's got a churn. It's got a big bass. It's, again, it's sharp and quite taut. Some of these tracks think things like "Time to Kill," bit unfocused. And it's sort of standard sounding, followed by Ramshackle Man, which is a standard blues rocker, really. I don't think there's anything more than that. But then a twist in the tail is kind of a bit Death Alley Driver. It's fast, it's furious, it's got a nice Joe Lynn Turner feel. Now then, when Gillen came back in, quite I mean, this, this, this had already been written, is my understanding, quite a lot of the album anyway, and he had to change things to sing it his way, and that's understandable. Um, this does feel like a Joe Lynn Turner track. It's got a great twisting solo, twisting and turning. Then you've got a nasty piece of work, or just nasty piece of work, which is, again, really big, low-slung, groovy. And One Man's Meat that finishes has a, a loping, kind of almost ready-to-pounce feel to it. This is a band who knew what they were doing, and you know they know what they were doing. It just doesn't have any tracks that make you think, oh my God, it's, that's what this track's on. The Battle Rage is on, it's nearly there, the track itself, but not quite. And they do feel a bit warmed over at times. Not surprising, considering the situation, but I suppose you have to see it from that context, don't you? The Deep Purple Pod, wonderful podcast. The podcast of Deep Purple Kings. They sort of suggest that I should go and have a look at this because one of their podcasts recently, and you can still access it, I'm sure, was about this album. And actually, you need to see it in context, but that's always difficult. If someone says, I like this album, and you go back and you listen to it, you'll think, ah, I don't like it as much as Fireball. It's not as good as Perfect Strangers, you know, or Come Taste the Band, in my opinion. I know, I know. But... If you look at the context of it, the difficulty of it, the kind of difficulty in conception of it really changes things. And I think that considering that, they really got this album out. Good performances, nothing great. 
it's a performance, it's an album that you know they can do because they can work together. I mean, maybe not well, but they can work together. I mean, as far personally, I mean, but they can work together as musicians well. It's just that it doesn't have an enormous spark of ingenuity. But that being said, I quite like it. It's not great. It's not appalling. It's right in the middle. It's definitely not a nasty piece of work. Ta-ta.